Hey everyone, I'm Megan Coleman. And I'm Meg Revis, and we're the Megs. We have a lot of fun laughing and learning how to squeeze the good out of today. How's it been going over there, Red? It's been good here. I mean, we've got, you know, summer itch going on. Every morning, my kids are begging me to let them stay home from school. (laughs) They're all over it and done. Us too. Yeah. Us too. Well, how much longer do y'all have for school? We get out May 27th. So we're right around the corner. Okay. Well, what else has been good? Let's just kick, let's just kick this right off. Like, let's just get into it. What's your squeeze the good? I think because we, you know, the itch for summer is even hotter right now for us because our pools just opened in our neighborhood and we put our bathing suits on. I mean, my kids had, we went to church on Sunday and then we taught, we, as we were driving home from church, we saw the pool was open. They lost it in the car. They were so excited. Were they like flying out the window? Practically. And I was by? like, no, it's not open yet. They're like, mom, turn around. So we did the U-turn, even drove back by the pool. I got out, double checked with the lifeguard. I mean, once you see a lifeguard, you know, like it's open, it's ready. And so we got home and in five minutes flat, those kids were in their bathing suits ready to go. And so we did, we went to the pool and it was awesome. Fun. So cold. Oh, and I still got in it because our youngest Landry, she learned how to swim last year, but I knew she, you know, they forget she hasn't been in in a pool in months. I put a puddle jumper. I'm not getting in cold water, (laughs) man. I got in the first time. And then after the rest break, I was like, nah, girl, you got it figured out. And she did. It took her about 30 to 45 minutes to gain that confidence back. And then she was swimming all over the place. That's good. Kind of like riding a bike. Yeah. Yeah. But it was, it was just kind of a little highlight. And now, you know, they're already counting down the days to Saturday to go back. Well, what about you? My good. My good is that I survived my second COVID vaccination. Yeah, that was rough. I'm saying the word survived because it was beyond brutal. So I just want to note a couple of things. Logan and me got our shots at the exact same time. We were in the same car. We had the same appointment time. They did his shot. They walked around the car, did my shot. He had zero side effects. He had a sore arm and that was it. That was it. (laughs) I felt like death. I asked him (laughs) multiple times if he could take me to the hospital that I was surely having some kind of reaction. So I had the whole uh, fever. It was a, it was the night of getting the vaccination. So it's not immediate. It was like the evening of getting that vaccination. I started kind of feeling like just a little off, but woke up in the middle of the night with fever, chills. And here's the thing. I can do that part. It was the body aches, my back and my legs. They hurt so bad. It was pain like I've never experienced before. It was days. So it was through the weekend. So that wasn't that great, but here is what was good. I finally, you really do. It's like two or three days 
And then it's like you wake up and you're like, oh, I feel normal again. Not weird. That's so weird. But right? at least you got there. At so least I'm you just got there. really my good, my squeeze the good, you know, was a little lemony there. <laughs> Had a little sour moments to it. <laughs> Super sour to start out with, but I'm really thankful I got my second vaccine and I emerged from the pain and the fever and the chills. Those all went away. So it ended up being good. Um, but I want to talk about this immersion because it kind of goes along with our episode today. We're talking a little bit about uh, kids and chores and cleaning and all, all that, that fun stuff. stuff. Yeah. When I emerged from my second COVID vaccination, I had basically stayed in bed for days on end. I could not, I could barely crawl out of the bed. It was all I could do to get to the bathroom. So it wasn't like I had like ventured out into see what the girls had been doing all weekend, see what Logan was up yeah, to. There was none of that. No, I walk out of my bedroom door and I take a quick pan around and it looks like literally either a tornado, maybe a bomb, maybe a little both, a landfill. I don't know. <laughs> Not quite sure. You know, maybe I should have put up video cameras and done like a time lapse thing. Oh, yeah. Like see what happened. What is that old cartoon character, the Tasmanian devil, mm. like had come through? So I want to chat about this because there was, and I'm not saying that I'm a clean, neat person. I'm definitely not. So before I even got sick, there were messes upon messes in different areas of our house. But it definitely didn't look like the way it did when I walked out of my bedroom. Can we chat about this? <laughs> yes, I think I would have like killed my husband if I emerged and my house looked like that. And I know it does when I go out of town. And I know that it is nothing, no order, no cleanliness like I usually keep it. But he picks it up before I walk in the door and I get back because he knows I can't yeah. stand it. I can't. I I am the personality straight up Enneagram one all the way. I love order. I operate in order. I get super stressed out in in my disorder, not other people's disorder, but my disorder. Your disorder. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think I I struggle sometimes with getting onto the girls and Logan about when things get messy because. I know I do it too. Mm -hmm. I'm just as messy as they are. I'm not, I've always said I'm not a great housekeeper. I'm not. I know how to clean things really well. Actually, my mom taught us how to do all the cleaning. Um, I just, yeah, I'm not an Enneagram one. It's not my go-to. <laughs> I think you're like on the other side of the Enneagram than me. <laughs> what? drove me crazy about this particular situation though, is there was literally trash sitting out. Like Ugh. you couldn't walk two steps to throw your empty Coke can in the recycle or a paper plate. I was thankful they had used mostly paper plate products. <laughs> so, so the kitchen, dishes. the dishes, yes. Yeah. But they had left, if they'd cooked something, there were pans out. 
still dirty. And then there were paper plates everywhere, like everywhere. So what did you do? I just kind of, did you walk back into your room? (laughs) Yes. Like, Oh, sorry. I'm still sick. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. I'm not really well yet. (laughs) No, I kind of lost it a little bit and was like, okay. And this is what I do. This is kind of how, um, not a cleaning tactic, but things will get so messy, so disorderly in my house. It'll go weeks on end. And then I'll just say, all right, you hit, you hit your max. I hit my max. I say enough. We have to all clean it. We have to pick it up. We have to clean it up. And then do you take like a full day to clean everything out with your whole crew? I'm embarrassed to say it usually does take a full day or at least a morning and part of an afternoon because we do let things go for so long that, you know, it usually does take kind of a bigger time span to get it, you know, put back together. So, you know, and I know that's not for, I know that's not for everybody. It's just how, that's how we tend to do it, you Mm -hmm. know, but really what I'm curious is I wanted to chat with you because I know that there are probably things that I need to be doing a better job teaching my kiddos, Mm. different cleaning habits, things like that. And I'm not saying that they have to do them all the time because their personalities may be like me, but for the future, I want them to at least be equipped with it. Right. Yeah. And see, I mean, yes, we are a clean house, an orderly house. And that's just my personality. Right. But I, Meg, am still learning that just because that's how I operate, that is not how my kids operate. Davis does, my oldest. He has a lot of that personality in him. But oh my goodness, my daughter, Reed, she's more like you, you know, where she is just my out there, fun-loving, mess-making girl. And telling her, hey, because we do chores on Saturdays. That's kind of our main chore day. And then, so on Saturday mornings, they have their list and it's pretty much the same thing every Saturday. It doesn't, unless there's something major happening that I need them to clean up. It's kind of the same thing every week. They know one person gets dusting upstairs. One gets dusting downstairs. One person gets two toilets upstairs. One gets two toilets downstairs Then they got to do their rooms and all that. But I've, I'm, I'm still learning how to do that with Reed because for whatever reason, we've had some major meltdowns the last few weeks. Maybe we all still have that summer itch, you know, that we're just <laughs> ready to be done with structure. <laughs> but, um, you know, she, she's had a really hard time the last few weeks in doing that. So I'm having to get creative of really leaning into her personality instead of mine, to try and teach her how to get some of that, those responsibilities done. Done. Yeah. So I, with my girls, I've noticed Haley Bell is a picker upper extraordinaire and she kind of naturally will pick things up, but she doesn't necessarily what I'm discovering. She doesn't necessarily put things where they're supposed to go. So when I go into her room, I'll be like, Oh my gosh, you cleaned up your whole room. It from the first image, it looks <laughs> it looks so fantastic. But then like, I don't know, later in the week I'll be like, "Hey, I know I've done all the laundry and all your socks were on the bed. Where where are those?" 
and I'll find them in like a toy bin. Oh. Like not in her sock drawer. Okay. I don't know. Wasn't she always kind of a hider kid when she was a toddler? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I it's think, just this manifestation as she's gotten older. <laughs> I think she used to hide things at my mom's house and my yes. mom would call me and be like, Hey, we can't find our remote control. Like <laughs> <laughs> that's her personality. Sweet Haley. Oh my goodness. Friends, we've got some juicy deals for you today. Meg, tell us about our sponsor for this episode. Yes, I'm so excited. It's Castles and Cruises Travel with Brooke Hales. Seriously, you guys, we're a month away from summer and starting to make those vacation plans, but it can get so overwhelming on where to go, what to do. Are you getting the best rate? Well, Brooke is here to do all your planning and take the stress out of your vacation and get this at no extra cost to you. That sounds awesome. (laughs) I know. She's a travel expert that specializes in Disney and Universal, but can literally plan a vacation anywhere in the world to meet your needs and budget. Brooke will get to know your family and help you choose the most perfect resort, restaurant, rides, activities for the most magical and memorable vacation. She'll get you the best deals and manage all those details so you don't have to. You can email Brooke today to get your vacation planned for the summer. That's Brooke, B-R-O-O-K-E at castlesandcruisestravel.com. We've also got links for you in our show notes or on our website at themegspodcast.com. Her clients absolutely love her and we know you will too. Okay. Our next juicy deal for y'all is with Gab Wireless. They have smartphones that are safe for your kids. My son has had this phone for over a year and we absolutely love it. He gets to call and text his friends. There's a camera, Bluetooth, GPS, and so many other features. But more importantly, I know he's staying safe and protected on this phone. So go to gabwireless.com, G-A-B-B, and use the promo code THEMEGS for $30 off your purchase. I promise your kids will love you for getting them a phone and you'll know they're staying safe. So she has the desire to have things like look picked up and kind Mm -hmm. of out of all four of us, she is probably the most orderly. Like she has that desire. Like I won't even have to tell her, Hey, your room's looking messy. She will pick it up. She just won't put things back where they actually are supposed to go. go. Yeah. So there's that. That's Haley. Audrey is all me. Yeah. She's one hundo like, I need to specifically say, hey, just do your nightstand. We do our nightstand. <laughs> okay, so that's what I have to do with Reed. Because so with Davis, I can just give him a list, right, on Saturday morning and say, do these four things. And he just goes off and does it. I mean, there's, of course, that he's a almost teenager. He, you know, fights us some of the times, complains, whatever, wants to do something else. But he gets it done. Reed, on the other hand, I have to say, and her room is the most overwhelming for her. And I'll say, just, just go in your room, baby, put your music on, put your light show on. She's got this whole light show thing, (laughs) put your room, put your music on, put your light show on and just like pick up the trash off the floor and put it in the trash can and, you know, get, take 10 minutes to do that. And so then, you know, 10 minutes later, I have to go and check on her and say, okay, did you get that done? And sometimes she has, and sometimes she's like, 
oh man, mom, I got distracted again. And she's like off doing something else. (laughs) And I've had to learn like that. I just have to give her grace and that personality trait of hers, you know, of it's going to take her a little bit longer. It's okay. This is not worth like getting mad at her over, but just I'm constantly trying to figure out. So anyone out there that has a personality like that, like I need advice or Meg, tell me like what, how do you do it with Audrey? Cause well, it is like like that. I, here's the thing too. She's a teenager. She's older than Davis now. Right. And so hers isn't so much distraction like reads is it's just like, I don't want to, I don't care. I don't want to do it. You know, you're just as, and here's the thing she knows this is what I need help with too. She knows that I know she knows that's from a friend's episode. Oh, totally. Anyways, she, <laughs> they don't know that we know that they know that we know <laughs> or whatever it is. <laughs> she knows that I'm just as messy mm. and I can't say a whole lot. Like mm-hmm. I can't really discipline her because I'm not setting the greatest example. Yeah. So it's a little bit of of a slap on my wrist too. So I try to really handle it with as much grace. And I say that to her, Hey, I know I'm not one to talk, but this has gotten out of control. So we have to keep things cleaned up and picked up. We want to make sure that if anybody comes over, they can actually come over. Like, so most of mine now is with her dealing with a teenager is just talking through things kind of logically with her. Like, Hey, if you want to have friends over, you need to have a bathroom for them to be able to go into. And it look presentable and nice. And I get it. I'm not, you're not in trouble and I'm not coming down on you. Cause I'm doing the same thing. Right. I'm go. I'm in cleaning my room too. Um, so I try to approach it that way. And I just stay on top of it. Um, another method that's worked really good for me and Audrey, it's not for Haley bell, but me and Audrey will set a 15 minute timer and we will work for 15 minutes and then we give ourselves a five minute break. So do you work with her like in Some, her room or do you do your thing and let her do her space? Cause I don't want to do read space for her. It's different. If I can tell like, this isn't going to happen. Like she's not, unless you get involved in some way, mm -hmm, then I'll be in there. But if she's kind of like, okay, I can do this 15 minutes on 15 minutes off or not 15 off, but on the on and off. So there's breaks in between where she can get on and look at TikTok or, you know, text a friend or whatever she does in her five minutes. So sometimes I will be in her space and help do that. And then other times I'll be off doing something else. Another thing that we've done as a family, and I would say it was more when the girls were a little bit younger and kind of like you're saying, needed me and Logan to be there Mm -hmm. was, um, we would tackle a room together, especially the main family areas. So like the den, we would all say, Hey, we're all going to do everything in here together and just check this whole room off the list. We all messed it up. We're all going to clean it up and kind of the same with the kitchens. I didn't ever do that um, except for when the girls were really young in their bedrooms, we would all help put away toys and clean up their bedrooms. Now that they're older, it's kind of like how you do it. They do their own space if they can. 
Yeah. So on Saturdays, you know, we do our main chores around the house, bathrooms, toilets, dusting, all of that. And then the kids, I let them do whatever they want in their rooms during the week. Like it's their space. I want them to enjoy it. And, you know, reads my messy one. So by Saturday, her room is a total disaster, but on Saturdays we do, you know, take the time to pick up rooms and stuff. And that's just that one area that has probably been the most frustrating for her. Now, Landry, she's my personality. And so her room is never not in order. You know, she's always got things put away. She never has anything on the floor. She can't even go to bed. It's a little extreme. I don't know. She might need counseling one day, but she can't <laughs> even go to bed with like out the the stuffed animals, like facing the right way or, you know, just she's a rhythm girl, you know, and a, an order girl. And so she likes it like that like I do, you know, I mean, we, we definitely live in order because of my personality. Um, but I try, I don't ever want to demand order, but I know? like, I like how I, and I don't think you do like demand order. Cause I mean, you're outside doing stuff with your kiddos all the time. It's not like they're sitting at home, like every cleaning. day doing yeah. chores mm-hmm. and cleaning. No. Um, so that's not you. I know you would pick playing outside or taking them to a park any day over doing dishes or something. (laughs) So I do, I want to ask though, have you ever had one of your kids like throw an all out fit when you were like, Hey, it's time to clean on Saturday. And if you have, how have you, how do you get them in to cleaning. Yeah. I don't know. Um, yes. I mean, I've totally had the meltdown phase, uh, and, and it doesn't matter, Meg, if I prep them Saturday morning of, Hey guys, remember by 10 o'clock TVs are off devices are off. We're going to take a quick hour, get our stuff done around here. And then we're free for the rest of the day. I've done it that way. I've done it the way where I say, all right, guys, today's Saturday. I just need your chores done by 5 p.m. I don't care when you get them done. And honestly, I get meltdowns either way. So I don't think that I've really figured it out, even though we've been doing this for years. Oh, my goodness. We don't want to set it up like, oh, we all have these hunky dory. Like, no. no. Oh, my gosh. We have more meltdowns about cleaning on Saturdays. Oh, and then read, you know, she was like, mom, I just hate spending my one day off, you know, to do, she's so dramatic about it. And I said, all right, then let's come up with another option and try it. Let's do one item every day after school that lasted one day. And both of them were like, this is awful. I hate this, which I agree. Who wants to do that every day? Not me, especially after school. I, I would know. not want to do you're chores. already sitting down all day and doing what people tell you to do. Like nobody wants to come home and do that at home too. So we went back to Saturdays, you know, and all that. I will say that making money is a huge motivation for my kids, my big kids. Um, there are always things that they have to do here around the house that are just part of being in the family. I'm not going to pay you. They have to unload the dishes every day after school and they just kind of go back and forth, the girls and Davis. And so there are some things that they just have to do. They're a part of the Coleman family. They need to be a part of taking care of the home together. But then there are the above and beyond things that we want to pay them. But the problem is that I never have 
cash on me. And so I don't it's either. terrible motivation. I'm like, okay, Hey guys, you know, here are a couple extra things. If you want to make, you know, five bucks this weekend. And they're like, mom, you never have money, but I just found, um, I don't even know how I found it. I was probably a Facebook ad <laughs> that popped up in my feed, but it was of this debit card. I thought this was pretty genius and I'd seen it before, but we just weren't at the age where it, I really needed it. But it popped up as this debit card that you can get for any age kid. I mean, they say like three years and up, which I think that's a little young, but it is, it's created for young teens or tween kids that want their own money. And it's a debit card that has it's their name on it and every, all of that, but it's connected to an app. So if they have a phone, they can have the app on their phone. But as the parent, you have an app too, and you can set chores on this app. And you can like set a dollar amount and they can go in and do it and get it checked off. And then the money gets deposited from your account into onto their debit card. (gasps) This is genius for so many reasons. So many reasons. I never have cash. I'm like you. I don't ever have cash on hand. That is probably our girls think that they have to do chores and kind of help do the big cleanup, big pickup, because we're a part of the family. You know, we tell them you're a part of the family. You made the mess, you know, you have to help clean it up. So we don't give money, but really the real reason you don't have it. I don't ever have any cash. I I know, but I want them to learn how to use a card because we're such a cashless society now, you know, and especially with all the pandemic stuff this last year, people wanted less cash. I like that you can set up the chores on the app too. I mean, yes. So the two companies that I've seen, um, and they both have some, you know, different pros to them. One is called green light and the other one is called go Henry. I haven't tried either one of them. You can go and look at reviews. There's a lot of, you know, great things said about both. And there's even other services even besides those two, but I love that it's connected to chores. It goes directly into this debit card and both of them. I think you can, set limits of how much money per day they can use. You can even use them at ATMs to get cash out. So if they did need cash for something, I think they have like a dollar fifty service fee or something. Um, and one of them I think even has a link that you can give to family. So for birthdays, like grandparents could just plop money into their debit card, you know, for them to use. So I don't know, it's pretty cool. And so we might do that for Davis this year for his 13th birthday, just so he can, you know, start learning how to do that and use that. I think that's great. I mean, you know, just having that option. And like you said, just teaching them how to use a debit card before you send them out into the world. So that's good. That's good stuff. Did you do chores with them when they were little? Like if we have listeners out there that have toddlers, how did you approach teaching them, picking up things have places or a basket? (laughs) Yeah. Landry's only five and she's been unloading the dishes for a year with Reed. She's been folding her laundry for over a year. Um, so, I mean, I've taught my kids young to do stuff. I think to the older they get though, the, the more independent they are, you know, and they're just not wanting to be a part of it. And okay. So this is the biggest thing that I think that I've learned. I have a place for everything. Right. And I like it to be, you know, orderly and all of that. I know where I want 
things to be that I use and um, in our house. But what I've learned over the years is that even if my kids give some kind of effort, but it's not done exactly how I would do it, I got to let that go. Like that is something that I've really had to work on and not saying, oh, you don't fold it that way. You got to fold it this way. I, I, I can't, you got to let that go. Like who cares? They folded it. Like they're, they're doing something. They're learning something. And so they, that's like Landry. She's been folding her clothes. Did she do an awesome job at four years old folding her clothes? No, 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 she did not. But in her sweet little mind, she was accomplishing something amazing. And she was doing it with her brother and sister that are older than her. And then I'd help her carry it up to her room and we put it in her drawers together. And that was big for her. It was giving her the confidence, you know? And so it's just letting go of those things that aren't as big of a deal, even as long as they make an effort and do it, you know? That's a good word. I like that because I think there are things that I tend to tell my girls, no, just don't even do it. You're doing it the wrong way. Just stop. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll do it later. And I don't even let them try just because it's not the way that I would want it done. Megan, that's so good. I need to let some of that go. Well, speaking of cleaning real quick, I just want to talk about another hot topic um, is uh, the mom guilt over having a cleaning lady, like hiring a cleaning lady. Yeah. This is, I think it's a lot of guilt for stay at home moms too, because like that's our job is to stay at home and clean. So in Bedford, when we were in Texas, Logan traveled and I worked and we did a bunch of other stuff. The girls were involved in lots. So it was just a lot of juggling for me. And I was trying to do it all. And I was literally, I felt like I was drowning. I could not keep up. I literally could not. And we hired the sweetest and they became like family. I love them dearly. It was a husband and a wife. Uh, team and they cleaned our house for a couple of years. Sometimes if we could afford it, they would come twice a month. Other months we could only budget and they would just be there once a month, but it didn't matter. It was such a blessing. Once I let it go. I feel like that should be the theme song for this, (laughs) for this episode. I had so much guilt of thinking I should be able to do this. Mm. And I'm not able to, it was just this battle of really being able to, you know, go, it's okay. Like this is okay to, you know, delegate out. It's for my sanity. It was for my sanity. You know, like you've talked about how the order Mm -hmm. each doing a little pickup each day, it is literally what helped me keep my head up. And they were such a blessing they were such a gift to our family and they made the Christmas gift list like right away. If you have a cleaning lady or company out there and you're loving them, you put, you take care of them, put them at the oh, top. Yeah. They see all your junk, man. They see the stuff that you don't want your mama to see, right? That's right. Okay. But were, are you one of those people that you would clean before the cleaner came? Oh yeah. Clean up the house before the house cleaner comes? Like at midnight, it always <laughs> happened always happened at midnight. I'd be 
picking things up. And, you know, then once you get in that groove of like, you're picking things up, you almost want to clean too. Logan would have to stop me and be like, don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that part. They'll do that tomorrow. But I'm like, we have to clean up the hundred toys that are on the floor. They can't even vacuum. So yes, we did the, we did the pre clean before the cleaning lady came. Yeah. I mean, I would love to have a cleaning person, but not on the regular. I actually enjoy, I don't mind cleaning. I love teaching the kids that responsibility, but I would love it like once a month, you know, to do the stuff I really don't like, like the baseboards. Oh my gosh. The floors, the blinds, ceiling fans, ceiling fans. Can we go back to the baseboards though? This is like a forever question in my mind. Who cleans the baseboards in my I, house. I don't clean the base. I'm like, who is responsible for cleaning the baseboards? I don't do them in my house. Who does them in your house? Um, no one. <laughs> or I use it as a teaching moment for my children. If they're not behaving, we actually have a little jar that has popsicle sticks in it. And on the popsicle sticks, I have some of those chores that I hate doing and I put them on the stick and then I stick them in a jar. And if they're just like talking back or whatever it is, I'll be like, Hey, why don't you go grab one of those chores? Oh, I would not want to draw the baseboard popsicle stick. Oh, they, one time Davis, uh, got blinds and I got the vacuum cleaner. Oh, the blinds are the worst. I was like, have fun, babe. And I mean, he did not do that. Whatever it was, he did not do it again, but I do have a mercy stick in there. Oh, that's yeah. So, so, and it, it has happened where like one of them has pulled the mercy stick. And I mean, it is a downright celebration, you know, that they are like <laughs> screaming that they got mercy and not a random awful chore. <laughs> but that's a good idea though. I just, I'm afraid I would fill my whole jar of popsicle sticks with mercy sticks. <laughs> <laughs> you probably would. You'd be like, oh baby, you didn't pull the mercy. I'll get, just let me Let's find it for redraw, you. <laughs> like best two out of three. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's oh. totally how you would do it, Meg. Well, I mean, listen, our situation is definitely not perfect over here. Like we have a mess like a hundred percent of the time. And sometimes I do talk to the girls about, hey, it would be nice if things were just a little bit more picked up. So I don't feel like embarrassed if somebody stops by and they see our house and um, yeah, I don't know, Meg, but you know, I think one of the things I love the most though is going over to a friend's house that hasn't picked up for me. Oh, you know, it's almost like this level of trust sort of thing. Like they didn't feel the need to put on a show for me and to make it look perfect. And they just were like, come into my space. And my space is a little raw right now. I like this. I actually, um, have a story. So Haley Bell um, just a couple of weeks ago was invited to a birthday party pretty last minute. Like we're making and meeting new friends all the time here in Florida. And it was sweet. They invited her very last minute to this birthday party. And I went to go pick Haley up. So I've only met this mom like a couple of times and I walked into their home and it was a beautiful home. And it was, you know, you know, how big, you know, like parties and stuff, it's going to be 
chaos and there's going to be stuff around. But then there was also, you know, there was some laundry or whatever. It actually looked just like my house. I hugged the woman. (laughs) You're not even a hugger. (laughs) I'm not. I'm not a hugger. I hugged her and I just said, thank you so much for having Haley Bell over. I love your house. And she's like looking at me like, really lady? Like there's stuff everywhere. And I'm like, no, 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 no. It looks just like my house. And I appreciated that. Like, I like kind of what you're saying, you know, it's this like relationship level almost that you reach right Mm -hmm. with, with a friend. Right. So I do love that too. On the flip side though, I've been on the other side of it. So the Mm -hmm. person standing there in it's their home, it's a mess and somebody has come over. Don't be judgy. Don't be the judgy friend that comes over or even maybe you're not even trying to be judgy. Maybe it's just a passive comment that you make, or maybe you even have really good, like the best of intentions and you're Mm -hmm. trying to be helpful or love on them and you start folding a basket of laundry for them. That doesn't bless you. No, it hurts my feelings. Like it makes me feel so bad because Mm -hmm. I'm sitting there going, well, would you rather, you would rather like clean my house than hang out with me. So I, there's two ways that I think about this. That's the first way it's kind of like, Oh, so that really bothers you so much that instead of hanging out and sitting with me, you've got to go fold this laundry or you've got to go do my dishes. It's driving you crazy that much. That's one or two. It makes me feel like you don't think I'm capable of doing, doing it. That. It just makes me feel crappy to be quite honest. Hmm. So that's good to know because I'm the person that would out of just wanting to help walk in and be like, Oh my gosh, can I help you with this? So can I ask? Like, I is would, that okay? Yes. I would totally ask. I was just going to tell you me and um, my best friend, Melissa, that's something that we, when I lived in Texas, we would do is we would get together for, you know, I'd bring her, our favorite was a Sonic Coke. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I would just run over to her house and bring her a Sonic Coke. And she's got three little littles. And um, I would, you know, it looked like my house. Things were, you know, a mess and there's kids running around everywhere. And I got to really and we have that relationship. You're right. It's a trust thing. And mm-hmm. I would ask her, Hey, do you need time to just like sit and hang out? Like, and we'll drink our Sonic Cokes and go chill in the backyard and let the kids run around. Or do you legit need like help? Like, and I'll go do your dishes. And we have that kind of relationship. And so there are some days that she was like, yes, please do my dishes. <laughs> Save me. <laughs> and she would do it for me too. A hundred percent asking. Yes, it. Yeah. You're right. Okay, it's just that's good to asking. know because I think I would be the person that would walk into the house and not in a like no. an intentional judgy way, but I would just like a, it's kind of a gift of mine to clean <laughs> to keep order. So I would just want to be able to help however I could. And I think even if somebody came in and said, "This is a gift I want to do for you." then I think that's easier to accept and go, okay, I know where you're coming from. So I think it's just about having a conversation instead of, and again, I know most people's hearts are coming from a good place instead of just jumping in, just ask them. Okay. That's good. I like that. 
I like that a lot. Yeah. I think over the years, like for me, the whole order thing, what's helped the most is that I just purge a whole heck of a lot. You know, I'm just a major purger. Uh, I have a basket in our garage. If there's something in the house that I know that we don't use anymore that I don't want, that I'm going to give it, sell it, whatever it goes in the box. And I just, once it's filled up, I take it out of my house and I do something with it. And so we're constantly purging around here. And I think that that helps with some of the clutter for us, you know? Yeah. I don't, it's not that I get attached to things like, um, like I'm, it's not like I'm not capable of purging. I think it's part of actually my personality and trying to be, I like to be prepared for everything. So like if I know that we might need extra snacks or drinks, like I keep our pantry pretty stacked, like stocked, not stacked. Well, it is stacked, stacked and stocked. (laughs) My refrigerator is full. I never want to have that like, oh gosh, we might need this. And so I make sure we have it, but it's not just in the kitchen. I do that anywhere in my house. Like with what? I'm just a huge preparer, like a, a lot of, well, and I'm a gifter too. So I have like gifts. I have a bin that's under my bed and it's full of gifts for all different age ranges, age ranges, because I want to make sure that at a moment's notice, if we need to have a gift for something, we've got it. I'm prepared. Okay. I mean, how, how many gifts are we talking, Meg? Like how many legit gifts in your house? Could you wrap and give to somebody today? Do you know like how many you have? I would say 40 upwards. 40? 40? Oh my God. So I this is none. <laughs> this is my problem in my preparedness or quote unquote, my thought process is, oh, I've got to have this on hand. We'll need it at some point. But here's the negative side to that is all of that preparedness the things that I'm stocking up and preparing for are taking up the space for things that Mm. I actually need. Right. Right. So I need space to actually put away my things that we use every day. So that is something that I'm definitely working on is going, okay, there's got to be a balance here of making sure we are stocked for things that would probably come up weekly, maybe, but the things that are going to come up like maybe once every six months, if that, I don't need to have that on hand. I can just go to the store and buy it when I need it. Right. Yeah. I'm trying. I don't know. I'm still really overwhelmed with the 40 things in your home. Like that's shocking to me. I just don't ever. You're you're like the perfect neighbor. I would have it. You know, like if I needed a gift. Here's a funny, here's a really funny story though, that actually happened this week. You're going to like pee your pants, laugh at me. (laughs) This is my preparedness coming out. I found a really cute coffee mug at Target. Like Mm -hmm. loved it. I love it. Okay. I bought a whole bunch of them, basically like a book order. Okay. (laughs) Gave them out to lots of different people like cute. They make really cute gifts. You just throw a gift card in them or, you know, what, throw some other goodies in them. Okay. Okay. So it's teacher appreciation week 
And we did several things for, um, I actually think we posted this on our stories too. This is what's funny. This is what's funnier. Uh, so it's teacher appreciation week. We did a bunch of little things for her teacher. And one of the days we gave her a coffee mug, one of these mugs with a gift card in it. I send Haley bell. She's excited to take it to her. I pick her up from school. I'm like, Hey, how did your teacher like her coffee mug gift? And she goes, well, mom, it was kind of funny. She laughed. And I was like, huh, there wasn't like a joke on the coffee mug. <laughs> the coffee mug literally says, you're my favorite. And okay. I was like, okay, that's fun. That's a kind of funny response. And she goes, she goes, yeah, I really like this mug. I've got it over here. And Haley goes, and then I remembered thinking that mug looks really familiar. <gasps> Had you already given it to her? Oh my God. I want to crawl. <laughs> I want to crawl under a table. She goes, mom, I looked over on the top shelf and she had that mug sitting there and she had the lotions that we gave her for Valentine's day in it. <laughs> I almost slammed on the brakes in the car and I was like, oh my gosh, we've already given the teacher this coffee mug. Cause I bought it in like bulk. Like, wow. I was so embarrassed. Megan, like <laughs> I immediately pulled over and was like sending her an email. An like, email. I'm so sorry. Please take it back to Target. <laughs> Get yourself a little something extra with because it wasn't a lot of money. Oh, I was mortified. I was like, we literally gave the teacher the same gift. So lesson learned here. I think you need like a gift log in your bucket of gifts. Yes. I'm going to buy some kind of like record keeping gift log that I can log gifts. If anybody out there is listening and I have gifted you the same <laughs> gift, <laughs> this is why you really are my favorite. <laughs> this is why. And I'm so sorry that I've given you the same gift twice. Oh, um, but goodness. yes, clearly I need to purge Megan. Yeah, girl, I'm all over it. You want me to come? I can just walk into your house and purge it all away. No, because I told you I just want to hang out. I don't. Oh, yeah, that's right. Just kidding. Yeah. No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Mm. I don't know. I mean, cleaning, chores, kids, purging. I think it's, it's just hard. I think regardless of what family you're in, what personality you are, there's it's a struggle. It can be a struggle. Yeah. And it's okay, man. Like just do what you can do. We get it. We've been in survival mode. We've been in times where we've had it together and we've been in times where we're just taking it a day at a time. And we just want you to know you're not alone. We're here. We're on the same cleaning bus you are on. (laughs) Yeah. If you come over to my house right now, even though I'm a super orderly person, you'll see all of my clean laundry covering my couch because I can wash it and I can dry it, but I just, the folding, ugh, the folding, I need a folding fairy, Meg. I need a folding fairy. Yeah. Me too, sister. (laughs) Folding fairy. And then my kitchen table, you know, is filled with all my girls crafty stuff. They love coming home from school and crafting like crazy. So listen, we gotcha. It's life. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to the Meg's podcast. And don't forget to squeeze the good today. 
Thank you so much for listening to the Meg's podcast today. We have the best time talking about (laughs) all the things. All the things. We love it, don't we, Meg? Yes. Well, y'all be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes that we have. And then also come find us on social media. We want to connect with you at the Meg's podcast.